It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 9th, 2019. My name is Philip Ross Mike. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. And of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, I'll talk a little bit about the Magic's introductory press conference as they welcome Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross back to the team, as well as introduce us to Al Farouk Aminu, uh, chief, if you will. Uh, you get, well, well, I'll talk a little bit about my takeaways from that press conference. You can see the full press conference up on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Thanks to our friends from Fox Sports Florida. Also check out their social media channels to see the press conference too. So talk about what they bring to the fold, what they bring to the table, what their signings mean for the Orlando Magic here on today's episode. And then we'll come back tomorrow, talk a little bit about Summer League. And of course, later on in the week, I will talk about the cap implications. I'll talk about the Timothy Mozgov waving and stretching and what that all means for the Magic moving forward. So you have that to look forward to. Later on in the week, I just want to make sure we get in here quickly and talk about this press conference. But before we get to any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like there's a podcast covering your Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you find here on Locked On Magic from local experts who know their teams best. The Magic, of course, taking on the, the Miami Heat later today. in NBA Summer League, but the story with the Miami Heat decidedly has to do with another player, uh, that being Russell Westbrook. Find out the latest on the Russell Westbrook news. You can follow Locked On Heat, Locked On Thunder, Locked On Pistons, maybe. You can follow all the great podcasts uh, around the league. There's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA, plus Locked On NBA and Locked On Fantasy Basketball 2. Can't get enough of baseball. You can follow our Locked On MLB podcast to learn about the All-Star Game and last night's incredible home run derby as well. There's NFL MLB College Podcast too, in addition to the NBA, so definitely find your favorite team today. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Orlando Magic uh, obviously had an interesting summer. I mean, I think I've I've hammered this point home pretty clearly and pretty cleanly that essentially all Orlando could do this summer was to bring back their own guys— or you have roughly $20 million to spend to replace them. And it wasn't a great proposition. And I think at the end of the day, the Orlando Magic looked at the market and, and all the tools they had. And they had, they had some tools. They could have gotten to about $27, $28, 29000000 million of cap room. But they looked at what was in front of them. And I think they realized pretty quickly that 
they were not in a position to add anyone new or to, to make a big splash. They're not at that stage yet. And that's something I think we'll talk about here uh, probably tom- on tomorrow's show a little bit more. They weren't quite at the stage to go make that big splash. And they, I think, quickly realized that they're still laying the foundations of their team. And in order to continue the progress that they made in, in the 2019 season in making the playoffs, the best way forward was with the guys they already know. Jeff Waltman said it, you know, with the way the team came together last year, uh, just, just the whole journey of the 2019 season, it became clear to them that the team they had worked, to some, to, at least to some extent. And that the best way for their young players to build, the best way for the team to take that next step was to keep the whole band together. And it became a priority to keep Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross. Now, you can certainly criticize this, this path, and I think there, there's plenty of risk. But I can't argue with the thought process. Because the question is, if you want to keep getting better, if you want to kind of take that trajectory up, there may not have been better players that the Magic could get on the market than Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross. Sometimes the devil you know is better than the one you don't. No one in the Magic front office is under any impression that this journey will not be difficult. That there is any guarantee that they make the playoffs again. Now, Nikola Vucevic, I think, said that. Terrence Ross certainly said that. But they all sensed something different here. They all sensed that there was a foundation getting built. Jeff Volman said before the draft, when, when asked about free agency, that in initial conversations that they had with, with Vucevic and Ross, at, at exit interviews perhaps, they both expressed that they didn't feel like the job was done. That something was starting here. And during Monday's press conference, both expressed similar feelings. Vucevic, who's been on this team for seven years now, said he could really sense a culture change since Jeff Weltman and John Hammond came in. And adding Steve Clifford cemented that. Because now they have proof. I've kind of called last year you know, proof of concept. They have proof that they can win, that they can make the playoffs, that they can achieve these goals. And now the question is getting to that next step, getting to that next level to compete for home court advantage, to win a playoff series, to compete in a playoff series, and not just make the cameo the Magic made last year. Like I've told everyone, last year was an unmitigated success. Let's let's make that perfectly clear. Just making the playoffs and getting a taste of what that pressure is like, of what that intensity is like, is a victory for the Orlando Magic. Now comes the hard part. Something always sticks out to me when we get to this point. Scott Skiles, after the Magic won 35 games a few years ago, said, it's easy to go from 25 to 35 wins. It's harder to go from 35 to 45 wins. And that approach, of course, was interrupted because Skiles resigned. The Magic traded off most of their team. Jeff Weltman is not making that mistake. Steve Clifford is here to stay. 
The roster is staying intact, young guys and all. And so now the Magic have to make that difficult journey from 42 wins to 50 wins. The 17 wins the Magic gained last year was the easy part. It's getting those next 10 that's going to determine whether this project works. And as I'll say later on this week, that is a huge gamble for this Orlando Magic team. It's one they probably had to make, but it is a gamble. And I'll explain that gamble later on in the week, of course. But what's important now is the fact that both Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross could feel that culture change, could feel that optimism, could feel that confidence that, yes, this will work, that we can be a part of not only the foundation, but of the structure, of the building, rising up, that is the Orlando Magic. That's the question on the table. And and Terrence Ross felt it too. Terrence Ross also said during the press conference that when he got here, things were a little ragged. When he arrived in Orlando, it was clear that the direction of the team wasn't completely set. Now it does. And I don't think it's a coincidence that both guys were wrapped up and signed within the first 30 minutes of free agency. The Magic took care of their business. They accomplished their goal. They kept their players. But what's most intriguing is what Al Farouk Aminu said. It's the fact that he, a starter for the Portland Trailblazers, a guy who has been a workhorse in this league, looked at this Magic team, at this group of players, and said, I want to join that. The foundation is there for me to succeed and for me to help this team succeed. That's ultimately what free agency is about. That's ultimately what the Magic had to accomplish in this offseason. I've always said that the main goal for the Orlando Magic in the 2019 season was not about making the playoffs. The main goal was to restore legitimacy in the franchise. The main goal of the 2019 season was to make the league believe and know the Magic are a good team, a place where you can win. And who knows if that reputation has taken hold, but... Certainly the Magic bringing back their own free agents, showing the league that they will take care of their own. And certainly the Magic bringing in a player like Al Farouk Aminu, who is a good player. I know I know fans are perhaps a little confused about the fit, but he is a good player. Depth is not a bad thing. He, he will lower the Magic's margin for error, at least on the injury front. Having a player like him decide and say, Orlando is a place I want to be. Orlando is a team I want to join. Is a sign that that legitimacy is present. Let's face it. Aminu is probably taking on a lesser role than he had with Portland. He was a a mostly starter for the Portland Trailblazers last year. Started every playoff game for them. On a Western Conference finalist. And he chose to go to Orlando where he will back up Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac. That's a pretty powerful statement, isn't it? And as far as Aminu's fit, I, I think he fits really well. I think he, I think he fits the culture of this team extraordinarily well. 
He's someone that wants to defend, that wants to do the dirty work. He's a great teammate by all accounts. He's someone that's going to stick up for, for the people around him. And those are the kind of people the Magic want. Those are the kind of guys the Magic want around. I, I think it was very telling that Evan Fournier, guy who's never been Al Aminu's teammate, tweeted his excitement that Aminu was joining the team. I think Fournier spent time with Aminu uh, during the NBA Africa game uh, last year. These things are important in the long run. But what they really say is the Magic are building off the foundation they built last year. What they really say is the Magic did accomplish something last year. Something big. But as we all, as I always say, or as, as it's always said, momentum is the next day's pitcher. Momentum is only about what you do next. And to be sure, these signings, putting the Magic right up against the luxury tax, putting the Magic in a position where they're spending a lot of money, where they can't make big maneuvers, where they're relying on the players on their roster essentially for the next two years. Again, uh, I have a podcast playing later on this week where I'll talk a little bit about this. The Magic are putting the pressure on because last year was about just making the playoffs. This year, missing the playoffs is failure. Period. Full stop. This team, the way they've spent, the way they've built themselves up, the way that they grew last year, it would be impossible to call anything short of making the playoffs a success. And even then, perhaps we could argue that the Magic need to do more, take that next step forward. As I've often said this summer, progression is not necessarily linear. They could win 40 games and still make the playoffs, and we could have mixed feelings about the season. But, And I don't think the Magic would say it's a playoff or bust season, but the way they're spending, the way they're, they're, they're putting things together, they should expect to make the playoffs next year. They should feel entering the season they are a playoff team, and they should play like it for 82 games. Now, an 82-game season is long and winding, and as we saw, it only takes a really strong you know, month-and-a-half, two-month stretch to, to get you into, into the postseason as long as you tread water. So you know, don't overreact to the first three-game losing streak. I mean, we know things can turn around quickly. But to be sure, Orlando has to expect more of itself now. They have to build upon this foundation, this foundation that Nikola Vucevic, that Terrence Ross, that of Alfred Aminu all believe in. Jeff Weltman has staked a lot on that belief in them, too. The Magic know that internal improvement is their best way forward still. That Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac have to get better. That Mo Bamba has to get better. Marco Fultz has to be healthy and get better. They're relying on him a lot. That Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross have to continue adding things to the game. They cannot let their contract years be their career years. They have to keep pushing to get better. Finding little ways to maintain their level and get better. So the work is hardly done. In fact, the work is really just beginning for this Magic Squad. But you can clearly see the belief is there. 
that the Orlando Magic believe they've got the foundation they need to keep growing and growing and growing and growing. Unfortunately, we won't get to see much of that until September. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, tune in all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr__omd. And don't forget to check out orlandomagicdaily.com for the latest on the Orlando Magic. Follow us on Twitter there at omagicdaily. On Orlando Magic Daily, you can see the complete press conference uh, from Monday as the Magic introduced Terrence Ross, Nikola Vucevic, and Al Farouk Aminu. Uh, you can that, that's from our friends over at Fox Sports Florida. So definitely check that out if you're interested to hear more from from them as well as Magic President of Basketball Operations Jeff Weltman. We'll be back tomorrow to discuss the Orlando Magic summer league game today against the Miami Heat. That's at four o'clock on ESPN two over in Las Vegas. We'll talk about that game. We are expecting that Mo Bamba will play today, so we'll have that to have that to discuss. And I'll also talk a little bit about uh, the stage that the Magic are at as far as. Um, as far as finding that next star, because I've been skirting around it, but yes, a lot of Magic fans are going Russell Westbrook crazy, so I'll have my thoughts on on what the Magic, where the Magic are at and whether the Magic should pursue Russell Westbrook in a trade. We'll talk about that coming up tomorrow on Locked on Magic. But until then, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Twitter there at Locked on Magic. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. This has been Philip Rossman Wright. I'll see you all again tomorrow for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.